When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello, kool Welcome to Barca Talk. I'm your host, Gabriel Quiroga. Did you miss me? I've been on a little bit of a hiatus, uh, obviously with the holidays, went to California, then did some traveling when I came back, but I am back and wanted to let you know a little bit of an update here with the podcast. So going forward, I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to have mini podcasts on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday to kind of give insights onto FC Barcelona. And this will include not only the men's, but also the feminine and of course the youths. I think I want to amplify about what I'm talking about with FC Barcelona. And I think this is a great way for me to continue to podcast because I do enjoy speaking football and speaking to other people in this world about my favorite sport and also to have a little bit of variety with when it comes down to FC Barcelona. I think one of the issues I had in the last couple of weeks, I was really having a hard time finding a new narrative of what I wanted to speak about with the men's team. I did not want to sound abrasive. Uh, unsupportive and negative all the time, but pounding the same drum that everyone knows that I am. And instead, I wanted to kind of just kind of give quick insights of what's happening here in Spain. And I think it'll be more enjoyable for me to have more consistency in publishing those episodes. So normally what I'm going to do, I'm just going to pick three topics that I want to talk about. Again, like I said, it's going to either be, you know, mostly it's going to be about the men's, but I also want to include the feminine because they are becoming one of my delights of watching uh, on the weekends and also to get some perspective on the youth because as you know we have such a great youth system and it's great to just have tabs on them to see what players are coming up. So with the first thing I want to talk about is the Supercopa title, Xavi's first title and again I watched the match on Sunday, was really pleased with the results and the outcome. And I was a little bit nervous, I have to say, going in because, you know, in these last matches since coming back from the World Cup, Barcelona has not looked the best. But in these two matches against, you know, Betis and Madrid, sure, we looked a little bit shaky here and there. We've seen the same things, inconsistency, trying to hold on to possession. But ultimately, we got those two victories. And what I want to look at is the two vital cogs in this match that I thought were standout performances, and that's Gavi and Pedri. I think also with Xavi's flexibility of using four midfielders, I thought was great. And these are the things that I want to see going forward, is adaptability, different things for different opponents, 
and to get victories, you know. And the other thing I want to point out too is in this match, we did not look stale in attack. We were looking to push tempo. We took our chances. And ultimately, we looked, we made Mendy look like an amateur defender. And those are the things I want to take going forward as the positive. Really happy to get the first title, this monkey off Chavi's back, essentially. But again, you know, we have to take these at two weeks at a time, essentially, because as we know, there's so many games and it's just such an up and down season, especially with trying to find our best 11 all the time. And also, more importantly, like, for example, we have the Copa del Rey this week. Who's going to sit? Does Xavi push the the throttle to get that victory? But overall, good feelings. I mean, anytime we beat Madrid and the way we did, you know, 2 nothing at half, essentially, and, and basically making Madrid look, you know, almost as like a preseason match for them. And, you know, a lot of the complaints here in Madrid was that Madrid did not look like they were in it, especially after a goal down. And I would probably say that as well but again really happy for the first title and hopefully this will give some momentum because again it's really important to see how Xavi manages this crazy schedule that's coming up with the Copa del Rey with the Europa League on Thursday night and then following weekends so we'll see again really quickly on Gavi and Pedri what can you say these kids are amazing they show their maturity time and time again they continue to make you drop your jaw with some some of the plays. But, I mean, how can you not love Gavi? We've needed a person like Gavi to be the bulldog, that person. And he's just going to get better with age, right? He's going to become more confident with when to use his superpowers of antagonism, right, against the other team. He just has to kind of watch when he does it because he can get a little hot-headed. But I think it's very welcomed, uh, especially with the recent players that we have that have been really kind of even keel. So I'm, I'm looking forward to see what Gavi continues to do because he was definitely the difference in that match play on the left side. So kudos to Xavi and looking forward to see what we do in these next two weeks. The next topic I want to go through, we're just getting news right now that Memphis is going to be loaned out to Atletico Madrid. And, you know, I'm in various WhatsApp groups over FC Barcelona. One of the things that came up was this idea of negotiation. And we knew with Bartomeu, I mean, we even did a spreadsheet database about all the sellings and buyings. And it was crazy to see how much money we were losing every time. And one of the users in one of the groups suggested that we need to send the board to negotiation class. And yes, you know, they need to learn how to be better and more prudent with the buying aspect of the players that we get. But at the same time, you know, in the last two years, we were such in a position of desperation and every club knew that. And so they were able to squeeze everything that they could. And we were always on the reverse end on that. As I've continually say, we have to be prudent with our free agent signings. This is yet another player who didn't really fit the system and that we got because he was available and on the cheap. Again, you know, you just go down the line with these type of players on paper, Coutinho, Griezmann. You know, these are players that are either world-class or top-notch attacking players. But with Barca, you need a certain type of player. And we need to get better at that because we continue to waste money like this, the in and the out of it. Now, I think, in my personal opinion... I think Memphis is going to do great for Atletico. I think he's the type of player that they desperately need, a physical, straight-up-the-middle type of forward. 
with a little bit more tenacity than Morata. Now, we'll see how that works out. Again, he's going to be loaned out. And, you know, this is the other thing. You know, I, I put in my notes here. I would have loved to have seen a Lewandowski-Memphis tandem, you know, maybe in a pseudo 442 system of some sort, because that, to me, would have been really direct. And I think they could have really worked well together to get some goals against like a team like, you know, for example, in a Copa del Rey match, for example, I think that could have been really exploited. And unfortunately, Memphis didn't work out. He came to us in desperate times. You know, we needed a goal scorer, especially with Suarez leaving. And he just never found his foothold here in Barca. You know, I, I'm, I'm just trying to think off the top of my head. I cannot really think of a Memphis moment for me, you know, and that unfortunately has to do with the coaches he was under and also Chavi just obviously not having faith with him to sub for Lewandowski because Lewandowski's basically played every minute essentially at the very top. So again, when Laporta came in, the mantra was to be better at negotiations, better at buying and selling. And we have yet to really see that per se. And I hope they get better. And, you know, obviously we are in desperate times still. So we'll see how these negotiations go forward at the end of this transfer window and also in the summer. The last thing I want to hit up on is the Copa del Rey. I love the format of this tournament now. I love this idea of going to the away team or to the bottom tier team to go play a one-off. I think it creates this chaos in the Copa del Rey. Whereas before, I think this tournament was very stagnant and pretty easy for the top tier teams because you know it was it was a home and away you know basically the la liga teams were going to advance until the quarterfinals and then it was going to be a knock around stage there but now i really love this idea of having chaos of having the possibility of upsets i think it's really cool right now i have in the background i have the atletico levante match so that just worked out in the drawing and then tomorrow night via real real madrid and obviously barcelona traveling to ceuta and i think my only gripe is that the rfef needs to do a better job of having better regulatory conditions on the pitch because as we've seen in the earlier rounds when some of these la liga teams are going to a fourth tier team you know these pitches are so bad and it's just dangerous and so if it, that's a case, I really think that the RFEF needs to step in and create a better, stronger regulations to guarantee safety for these players. Because the last thing you want to see is a league team going to a four-tier uh, team's field and someone getting a serious injury from it when it could have been avoided. So that's my only gripe with it. But man, this tournament's been very exciting. I think this new format that it's been for the last two years has been really exciting. So kudos to Ruby Alice. I don't give him much kudos on things, but... This new format is is pretty cool. And also, you know, as a person living in a Pueblo or city that doesn't have a La Liga team or a top tier team, it gives these people an opportunity to see players that they've only seen on TV. I've seen on the sports show, for example, a lot of fans like uh, going to the bus to try to get autographs and see players in, in person. And it's a really cool feeling to kind of spread the love of La Liga to these pueblos and smaller cities. So that's really cool. Again, tomorrow night, uh, Barcelona goes down to Ceuta, and we'll see how they handle their business. Again, this is going to be tricky because in one hand, you want to keep the momentum that you built up from the Clasico, which I think roll out the same 11 and just get this victory over with in the first half because Ceuta is not a, you know, it's not in the same hemisphere as Barcelona. I 
I can see, for example, Eric Garcia maybe getting a start, uh, you know, putting some more subs in here. But again, I don't know. It's tricky. I, sometimes you just got to ride the momentum right now. They're riding high. The last thing you want to see is Barca going to Ceuta and struggling to get the points to get the knockout. I mean, the worst thing, obviously, is to get knocked out tomorrow. Please, Lord, don't let that happen. And we will see how Xavi rolls out his lineup. So that's all I have for today. Those are kind of my quick thoughts on Barca and kind of the things that are being talked about here. Uh, I hope you enjoy the new type of format that we're going to go forward with. And again, again, if you want to help support the podcast going forward, we have an amazing WhatsApp group. I really enjoy it. Uh, we have our Patreon group for $5 a month and also to help support the podcast. We're going to be more active in Patreon. I have my Batteries charged and ready to go for 2023. Let's see how the boys do tomorrow night. The next podcast will be out Friday. Talk to you then. Sports Social Podcast Network.